Welcome to another episode of the Business Ready for Sale podcast. My name is John Denton and my business is called Business Ready for Sale because I help business owners get their businesses ready for sale and sell them if that's what they want to do. And I believe that a business that's ready for sale is well worth keeping because when I was a business broker over a 12-year period, I would go and do an appraisal on businesses where the owner said, I want to sell my business. And then I would say, well, look, it's only worth 250, 300,000 or whatever the approximate valuation would be. And they'd say, oh, I can't sell it for that much. My accountant told me I'd get a million dollars for it. Yes, well, your accountant's probably not sold too many businesses lately. But then I would give them some advice for free, of course, because I was a broker. I only got paid when the business sold. And I would give them some advice and say, look, if you do this and you do that and everything else, then, you know, come back to me in six months time and it may be worth more and it will certainly be more saleable. And anyway, um, some of the better business owners took my advice, uh, didn't call me back. And when I called them after six months, it was, oh, that was really good advice you gave me. Thanks. I did all that. And hey, this is the first holiday I've had in years. Uh, the business is profitable now. I'm not working so many hours. And so, no, I, I don't want to sell it. So... <laughs> I was giving free advice and helping these business owners and not getting paid for it. They were happy. Well, I was happy, but I wasn't making any money. Anyway, so a business that's ready for sale is definitely well worth keeping. But the point I want to make on this podcast is that every business owner really should be thinking about how they're going to exit their business and have some idea in their head whether is it a time thing I've definitely got to be out of my business by December next year. Or is it a money thing? When my business is worth a million dollars, then I'll sell it. Because I get phone calls from people that have started the process. And this is where I say that selling a business and getting onto a ski jump are very similar things. You need to be extremely well prepared. Otherwise, it could end up in a bit of a disaster. Back in 2019, my wife and I were very fortunate to have a really, really good holiday in Europe. And that included a visit to Innsbruck in Austria. And we were there for quite a few days and had a look around. And Innsbruck hosted the Winter Olympics in both 1964 and 1976. And so the the ski jump and all the, the facilities are still there up on the, the mountainside. And you can go and visit. And of course, we did. And I was absolutely amazed. You can start at the bottom and walk up the side alongside the landing zone where the ski jump has landed. And then you get to the part where they actually come off the lip of the, the ski jump and you realize how high it is and how steep the whole hill is and you think gee that's scary but then at Innsbruck you can get to the top of the ski jump where the uh, skiers launch themselves onto the ski slope 
onto the ski jump slope and they, they've got very strong perspex uh, up there now so that you can't actually get onto the ski jump but you can stand where the skiers stand when they start their run down the, the ski jump and I can honestly say it's something that I would never ever do when you realize how fast they're going and how high when they come off that lip and then they've got to fly and land and you think boy that takes a lot of courage or stupidity I'm not quite sure which but a lot of practice a lot of preparation a lot of planning and everything has got to be absolutely spot on otherwise it's going to end pretty painfully and <laughs> that's where I got to thinking about selling a business these guys um, who get approached by somebody saying mm, I like your business I wouldn't mind buying that if you thought of selling how much would you like for it or people of an owner has woken up one morning and thought hmm I'm getting on a bit it's time to retire I think I'll sell my business and they phone maybe a broker up or they phone somebody they know up and ask them if they would like to buy the business they start the process one way or another without being prepared that's why it's good to be prepared all the time know what's involved in the business sale process have a rough idea of what your business is worth and hopefully be working on increasing that but be prepared in case somebody does come along or you do make the decision that now is the time to sell so why is it like us getting on a ski jump well once you start the process once you start saying to someone yes look i'm interested in selling they're going to start asking you for all kinds of information, particularly your financials. Um, and nine times out of ten, a business owner isn't ready to go through that process. But they start anyway because they get excited. It's an emotional thing. It's, yeah, I'd love to sell my business. Boy, if I could get half a mil for it, I'd sell it tomorrow. So they start the process with these people without having all their ducks lined up, without <laughs> being prepared. And once you start down that ski jump, it's very difficult to turn around or to stop. Of course, on a ski jump, you can't. And with a business sale, quite often, you can't either because you get emotionally sucked into it. Um, my experience, first time I sold a business was um, some time ago, it was a training and development business. And I'd had the business for nearly 10 years, merged it with another business for the last three with a business partner with the sole goal of exiting with equity in three years. So we wanted to build it up and sell it. And at the end of the three years, we thought, yep, we're ready. Uh, it's a great business now. We'll put it on the market. So my business partner and I, and with the help of a third party person, who didn't really know how to value a business either. The three of us came up with a value and we put it on the market. Well, we started the process. We got onto the ski jump. We were starting down the slope now and people were phoning up and inquiring, coming in, organizing meetings. And of course, we were doing this all out of hours because we hadn't told staff or clients or anyone 
that we were thinking of selling at this stage. Anyway, we were having meetings with these people. They were sounding really interested. They were asking for more and more information and we were digging it up and providing it to them. And then they were walking away and saying, well, sorry, no thanks. And so it gets to be very emotional. You're on an emotional roller coaster, uh, to use another metaphor. And you go up and down. You think you've got somebody on board and they're going to buy and then they turn around and say no. And all this time, not only is it emotionally draining, but it's also distracting you from the business as well. So there's a danger when you're going through this, when you're on the ski jump, so to speak, that uh, it's distracting you from the business and the business could be suffering as well. Now, we were lucky the business didn't suffer too much. But at the end of that six months, um, I was ready to slip my wrists and walk away. No, I couldn't if I slipped my wrists. I was certainly looking to walk away and just get away from the whole thing. But a friend of mine said, no, look, look, it's too good a business, I think. Here's a contact. Go and see them. They're a broker. They're the best broker in town, if not in the country. If they take it on, then they'll sell it. If they don't think it's saleable or you'll get much money for it or it's going to be difficult to sell, they won't take it on. They won't list it. So we went and saw a couple of brokers, including obviously the one we were referred to and one of their competitors, just as a comparison. We were really impressed with the guy we'd been referred to. He treated us with respect. He treated the business with respect. Um, whereas the other guys just wanted to get a listing out of us. Anyway, with the broker we'd been referred to, he said, look, it's a process. You've got a really good business here. He told us what he thought it was worth and what he could get for it. And interestingly, it was 20% more than we'd failed to sell for over the last six months. So uh, we were more than happy to list with him and and be willing to pay his commission. But he said, look, it's a process. We sell more businesses at better prices than any of the other brokers because we have a process, and it's that process that sells the business. So anyway, we started on the process, and yes, it seemed like a lot of work at the time, and I kept getting a little bit tired of the doing all this work, and we still hadn't put the business on the market. But the broker said, no, look, we're not going to go to the market until we're absolutely prepared. This is what reminded me of the ski jump. Um, This is where the similarity came in. It's like, we're not going to start down that slope until we are absolutely prepared. And boy, that was such good advice. So we completed the process. The business went on the market and it sold quickly and easily, and we got the full price for it. And no comebacks after the sale, and that's important as well. Again, if you're not totally prepared and got all your ducks lined up, there can be issues after the sale, and of course you don't want that. So having sold the business and got what we wanted for it, then I started going out and coaching business owners because I realized that 
The majority of business owners were like us. They don't know what their business is worth. They don't know what the sale process is. They don't know the process to get everything ready and be prepared before they start the process. So I started a coaching business, mentoring business on helping business owners to get their business ready for sale. So it's about educating the business owner on the whole process, on how businesses are valued, what their business is likely to be worth, how they can improve it, and putting the strategies in place so that business owner can get the best price in the shortest possible time and have a happy buyer, happy seller, and no comebacks after the sale. When I went out and started working with these business owners, I would analyze their financials and go through them like our broker did. And then I would go back to our broker and say, oh, let's have a coffee. Look, this business, what do you think it would be worth? And after I'd done this a few times, the broker said, look, for goodness sake, Just come and work with us as a broker. We'll train you on how to do all this stuff and how to value a business, put a market appraisal on a business, and then you can sell the businesses as well and get the commission. Well, that seemed like a good idea. So that's what I did for many years. I still uh, coached and mentored business owners, but I was a registered broker as well and could sell the businesses. I also, because I couldn't uh, help myself, when I had the training business that we sold, I just loved the facilitation and working with groups of leaders, managers, business owners. And so I started up a mentoring group for business owners who didn't necessarily want to sell, but wanted to learn all these things and wanted to grow their businesses and have a better business. And it's that group is still going with some new members, some original members 14 years later, and I call it my business owners taking action group, but more of that later. Having started as a business broker and still coaching and mentoring business owners, I was able to sell lots of different types of businesses. And it was um, a really interesting journey and I learned a lot in that process. I sold everything from a simple kebab food business, takeaway food business, to a motorbike wrecking business, auto servicing business, uh, a food ingredient business. That was a beautiful business. And I worked with that owner for like two and a half years before putting it on the market to make it more saleable and particularly to separate the business owner from the business. The owner had started that business 20 years previously. And so everything, when I started with him, was built around the owner. All the suppliers' relationships with the owner, all the major clients' relationships with the owner. Um, He had a good team of staff who loved the owner. And so we had to separate the owner from the business. And we did that. Or he did that. I just advised him. He did the work, uh, got an operations manager in, trained him up. He worked out really well, promoted him to general manager. And then after about two and a half years, the owner said, right, I'm ready to sell. So we put it on the market. And it makes a really good case study because the buyer who bought that business 
had no previous uh, experience in that industry at all. Had come from a totally different, had owned businesses, so he was a smart business owner, a smart operator, but no experience in this particular industry. But he was able to take it on because it was so well systemized, set up, the right people in place, the relationships were now with the people in the business, not just the owner. And that business, that's some years ago now, three or so years ago, that business is still going extremely well, I'm told. So my point is, and and what I want you to get out of this podcast, is don't underestimate the time that it's going to take to sell a business, the amount of preparations and planning that you need to do, and how emotional it can get as well. So I'm setting up some online courses. I will start up my in-person workshops again on getting businesses ready for sale. But some of the things you need to be thinking about, you know, it is about getting the business owner out of the business. A really good business will operate without the owner having to be in there working in the business. So quite often the first thing is to start separating yourself from the business and those, moving those relationships on to other people in the business. Have some idea what your business is worth. You know, you can't be 100% accurate. Even valuers can't get it 100% right all of the time or business brokers. But you, we can get a pretty good idea of what the market is going to pay for a business or where you can expect to get offers. And you should have some idea. And you should know what makes it more attractive and more valuable. Uh, people get all sorts of funny ideas in their head about um, yeah, the value of their business and also the saleability. You know, a lot of it starts with the net profit of the business before the owner takes anything out of it. And that's a whole process that I go through with business owners is to work that out. And that's become a lot more complicated in the last couple of years as well, is working on the profit because because of the effect of COVID. And I have a good relationship with a very uh, experienced business valuer in town. And, and he said, look, this whole COVID thing has now made it more difficult because some businesses have had a sugar hit through the period. Their businesses spiked up uh, because of the nature of the business. Others, of course, have spiked down or some have gone out of business. But it's working out what the business was doing before COVID, what the business is doing now, and then making allowances for that COVID period. And, of course, taking out any handouts that have come from the government as well that aren't ongoing or operational income. So so working that profitability out is something that I work with with the business owner and their accountants. And that can take some time. And of course, your accounts need to be up to date. So keep your accounts as up to date as you possibly can. It tends to be quite easy these days with the apps and things that are around. And keep them clean. Again, that's something I need to go through with an owner is let's have a look at how your accounts are structured. They need to be understandable to a buyer. They need to be clean. Take personal stuff out. Put everything through the business. Don't take cash out. It's illegal and it'll come back and bite you when you come to sell. Is the business prepared? Is it, if you've got premises, is it looking good? 
what's the state of the lease? You know, if there's only a short term left on the lease, that can be a, a real inhibitor to selling. There's a whole lot of things to do with the physical business as well, if you're a bricks and mortar business. And look, there's a, there's a whole lot of things. You can go to businessreadyforsale.com and you can download a checklist for free on there. It's in a mind map form and it's quite detailed about tips for turning a business into a saleable asset. And it lists all of these things on there, the things you need to check in your business so that you can plan and prepare. And lastly, to, to finish off my little rant for this episode, you know, you, the business owner, need to be prepared as well. And by that, I mean, you need to be prepared to let go of the business. Sometimes when a business sale gets a little way down the road, the business owner suddenly thinks, oh, this is my baby. I don't really don't want to let it go. And I don't know what I'm going to do afterwards either. I don't have a plan for what I'm going to do after the sale. And they start to get cold feet and sometimes want to try and pull out. But of course, you're on the ski jump. If a contract is signed, it's extremely difficult to get out of it. So you need to know that you're committed to the sale before you sign the contract. You need to know exactly what's included in the sale. Assets, some things you will want to keep yourself and some things will be included with the sale. It all needs to be documented. Look, there are so many things and this is where I like to work with business owners well in advance of them starting the sale process before getting on to that ski jump. So some of the things that you can do, you can go to businessreadyforsale.com and download some of the free resources on there. You can book a chat with me, a no-obligation chat to talk about your business. There are three ways that I work with business owners. You can work with me one-on-one and I'll work with you in your business. We'll do a business ready for sale assessment and really get into some detail about things that you can do in the business to make it more saleable. It's not only about the value, but it's about having everything in place to make it more saleable. And again, there's a whole checklist on those kind of things. I work with business owners in a group. As I said before, my business owners taking action group, which is a community of non-competing business owners. We get together once a month online these days, but sometimes in person as well, if you're in Perth. And I get guest expert speakers in, and it's all about the camaraderie and everybody working with each other, sharing ideas, sharing what they're doing in their business, what they're learning. It could be on marketing, it could be on sales, it could be on employing people, it could be on systems, processes, but sharing their experiences and their knowledge and learning from each other. So there's the one-on-one, there's the mentoring group, and if you just want to get your business ready for sale, then we just start off with the business ready for sale assessment. So go to my website, johndenton.com.au and you can see all the options on there. You can schedule a no obligation call with me and let's have a chat and see if there's something I can do to help. But the message I really want to get across with this podcast episode is 
plan and prepare, you know, the seven Ps. Prior preparation and planning prevents pretty poor performance. And um, don't get on that ski jump until you are absolutely prepared. It'll make things a whole lot easier. You'll get a better price. That's enough from me. I've had my rant and I look forward to hearing from you. You can contact me at john at johndenton.com.au or through the website. And until the next episode, bye from me.